listening to Dragon Root Radio on CQT 90.3 FM in Montreal. On today's show, it is October, which is also Queer History Month. Queer History Month celebrates and highlights the history and achievements of queer communities. And at McGill, they're celebrating with a series of screenings, panels, and workshops, as well as community events to celebrate, raise awareness, and advance education and visibility of queer communities. Here to chat more about Queer History Month is Miriam. Can you introduce yourself and tell us about QHM? Yes, thank you so much for having me this year. Uh, I'm uh, Miriam ben Sliman. I'm an equity education advisor at McGill University. Uh, I'm also the chair of the planning committee for Prehistory Month. And this is the third edition already this year uh, in an online setting due to, to COVID-19. Um, can you tell us a bit about the, the history of Queer History Month at, uh, at McGill and how it came about? Yes, uh, great question. So it started, I would say, when I started at, at McGill, I arrived at the end of 2017. And I realized that McGill was celebrating uh, Black History Month and Indigenous Awareness Weeks, but I realized there was um, no celebration um, time specifically dedicated to, to, ref to think and reflect about uh, 2S LGBTQIA plus uh, histories. So this is when I, I came up with the idea of really planning Queer History Month uh, that is celebrated uh, in the world uh, in October, but was not celebrated uh, anywhere in Canada, uh, which made McGill the, the first institution to, um, to really plan a Queer History Month. And, and I, it, I take a lot of pride, but also I'm, I'm a bit sad uh, to, to see that McGill is still the only institution celebrating Queer History Month. So I hope that other institutions will, will join, uh, join in, in celebrating it. And, and the idea is that uh, I often get, got asked the question, what is the difference with Pride Month? Because it's true, we have a month that is for, for Pride, uh, for LGBTQ plus Pride, um, that is happening in June across Canada, in August in Montreal. Uh, but the difference is that it's really to focus on the education, on raising awareness uh, in an educational um, setting, institution. Uh, so I would say that that is the difference, is really um, to, to insist on, on the educa education, highlighting the histories uh, that are often forgotten or erased uh, from curriculum. So, so this is where Queer History Month uh, came up. And speaking of uh, raising awareness, so one of the goals, um, as you mentioned, is to raise awareness, advance education, and increase visibility uh, of queer communities. Um, can you speak about the importance of this awareness and visibility, particularly on campus and at an institution like Miguel? Yes, totally. Uh, I would say uh, uh, it's at multiple levels. So Queer History Month, it's uh, for people who are part of the 2S LGBTQIA plus communities to connect, find spaces really of, of connections um, and, and, and learning about their histories, um, but also for people who are not part of the 2S LGBTQIA plus communities to learn more, to be better allies and to, to create spaces really of, of gathering, of connection, of solidarity. 
um, and and that that was that was the the, the case from from day one. And, and on campus, it was so important because when we think specifically of students who are part of 2S LGBTQIA plus communities, uh, they are um, often more marginalized, isolated. Uh, so it's so important to create those spaces of, of gathering um, and, and, and connection, and which made it super challenging for this year, uh, for this third edition, because everything is online. Um, so how to still be able to 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 create uh, the, the spaces of solidarity of, of resilience uh, in the time of, of the pandemic of, of the context also of the anti-black racism uh, and to do so in an online setting so we had to rethink uh, really the, the the events and uh, and just try to to still create spaces um, of engagement and, and for people to still be there and uh, and yeah and show show solidarity together and and I think uh, the events are showing us so far that it's it's the case uh, so we're very very happy to see people coming and, and finding each other. We had the chance to interview you last year um, for Career History Month and uh, it, it is a different world now as you mentioned uh, transitioning this year's events to online. Um, I guess how can you tell us a bit the planning, um, how the planning came about for this year's Queer History Month, and how in terms of the themes and events, and how did you ensure uh, to center intersectionality and accessibility for the events? Yes, excellent, excellent question. I would say for the the planning, uh, one thing, one positive thing I would say um, that that we we got throughout this. Uh, going on an online setting is that uh, we had more time to, to do better and reflect on the accessibility and, and going online actually made it easier for anyone to, to access it and just join us because since everything is, is on Zoom and all our events are free, uh, anyone anywhere in the world could just connect and, and attend our events, which was not the case before in person. You had to be uh, really in Montreal uh, to to come and, and attend our events. So uh, we worked also very hard uh, providing live captioning and ASL uh, interpretation. So to to really really improve uh, the accessibility and 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 I feel those are very important practices that uh, we hope to keep uh, even if and not if but when we will be able to meet again and have events um, in person but to still keep uh, those uh, very important practices of, of accessibility uh, so i would say that that played a huge part into into the planning we we still wanted um, also because of, of the the context of the pandemic and, and anti-black racism to really um, give the, the the mic and and highlight um, activists and specifically thinking of black queer and trans activists um, who have always been or are still at the forefront of, of lgbtq plus um, rights throughout history so that was very important for us to to also um, have connections with um, local activists and, and local uh, community organizations because Black Hist uh, Queer History Month uh, is about uh, creating these um, connections 
not just within McGill, but also outside McGill and thinking also beyond the month of, the month of October. Um, so what can we do the rest of the year too? Uh, that is an important question. So, and, and it brings us back really to, to community, to finding a sense of belonging. And, uh, and that's what uh, we, have been, we have been trying to do. And, and in terms of the intersectionality, totally uh, all our events uh, have been planned uh, with, with that specific um, uh, context in, in mind. And, and we, we had our, our keynote speaker uh, was uh, Dr. Shamindra Wirawardena, who, uh, uh, who is an amazing uh, trans-feminine scholar from Sri Lanka, uh, who gave a lecture on decolonial politics and the importance also of thinking in an intersectional uh, way and, and decolonizing our, our thinking and our politics. Um, we, we had also a lovely uh, writing workshop with Smoky Sumak, uh, who is an amazing two-spirit indigenous uh, poet. And, and we're having uh, also an event specifically dedicated to Black queer and trans activism. Um, in collaboration with the Simone de Beauvoir Institute, IGSF, BSN. Um, we have also one thing we didn't, uh, I feel, maybe highlight enough in the, the first two editions, so it was very important for us to highlight it now, um, was an event around the intersections of queerness and disability. Uh, mm -hmm. That is something that is often um, forgotten, not talked enough uh, about. So, so we're partnering with Don Canada, uh, who's an amazing uh, community organization. Uh, if you don't know uh, Don Canada, I invite you to check uh, their work. Um, and and yet the, the idea is really to center uh, and give the mic to the most marginalized voices, even within the, the 2S LGBTQIA plus communities, um, because this is what uh, Queer History Month is, uh, is really about. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned um, we're about halfway through the month of October, so um, that there's already been a few events, the keynote speaker. Um, what were some of the takeaways from the events on decolonial politics, feminist futures, as well as um, event poems for the end of the world? For me, and, and I would say this is maybe where my bias will come because uh, I studied and graduated in, in political science and international studies. So I was very, very um, excited and interested around this event. And, and I think uh, Shamindra gave an incredible talk, um, forcing us to, to, to rethink uh, the way we, we think about the politics, about uh, our advocacy, about our solidarity, even. Um, so, so for me, that was a very, very important talk, and even more today, uh, in, in uh, with the context of the pandemic, of the anti-black racism, um, also the the anti-indigenous racism that we see and that we've seen in the news uh, in, in in Canada, uh, to really, really take the time to to think about uh, about how um, how we act, how what are the policies that we put in place. And, and how we can really be in solidarity together in a very intersectional, uh, feminist way um, with a decolonial lens and, and thinking also with the solidarity between like uh, South-South countries, I would say, 
because we often think uh, about global politics like you have the north and the, and the global south but how um, and we've seen that with the COVID-19 pandemic the actual expertise that came from many countries in the global south so so to, to, to think about all these very, very important uh, topics and, and, and issues, I was very, uh, very, very excited and, and I learned a lot. And, and I think people uh, also learned a lot and, and engaged a lot. The Q&A was, was also very great uh, with people joining us also beyond Montreal, which was great to see. Uh, so very, very happy about that event. And, and about the other events uh, that happened. So the, the workshop with Smokey, again, uh, was a perfect fit. Um, he released last year um, um, a book of poetry uh, called Love Poems for the End of the World. Uh, he didn't know we would have a pandemic in 2020. But, uh, I would say that I've been returning to, to his poems a lot lately. And, uh, and so we, we decided to just bring him uh, to lead uh, a writing workshop. And that was so needed. Uh, that was very a healing space where, where people could, could write about their, uh, their feelings in, in these difficult times and, uh, and, and share um, thoughts and, and, and writings and, and just a space full of love and, and to, to benefit from, from Smokey's uh, really incredible talent and generosity it was uh, it's just a great great space yeah. well it sounds exactly what what's needed right now yes so i guess looking forward to the the upcoming events um so there's an event on black queer and trans activism as well as um the collaboration with dawn queerness and disability um what can people expect from uh the upcoming event so i would say very much so in the the, the same uh, context uh, one thing I forgot to mention is that we, we actually have a theme this year uh, that is called uh, Love Stories of Solidarity and Resilience. And, and this is exactly what we've been trying to do throughout all uh, the months and, uh, and the events. Uh, so, so our um, two other events that, that are planning um, are the, the Black Queer and Trans Activism, and, and the idea was really to, to pass the mic to um, local, amazing uh, Black queer and trans activists um, from Montreal and one person from Toronto, which will be important to, uh, to hear, to, to compare uh, the, the knowledge and, and, and practices. And, uh, and the queerness and disability panel with, with, Don, with Don Canada. Um, we also have some events that are planned uh, by our partners. Uh, so there are some events that are led by the main uh, QHM committee, but we have other events. So, uh, so the, the School of Social Work is also planning uh, a film screening and panel discussion on uh, the documentary Transgender Parents. Um, there's also an event planned by, by OSVERS, the Office for Sexual Violence Response Support and Education. Um, called Digital Sexual Expression and Consent. So very, again, um, important in, in these uh, digital and online times. And the, the Faculty of Medicine is also having an event uh, around uh, really centering and, and, and focusing on um, a trans affirmative uh, healthcare and, and education. Uh, 
Um, so we have the, the calendar of events on, uh, on our website, on the, the uh, mcgill.ca um, slash equity. Uh, and if you look for Queer History Month 2020, you can, you can find the whole calendar of events. Uh, but I would say, yes, we, we always had in mind the, our theme of, of uh, really resilience and solidarity. And, and we hope that, that people can, can find that sense of belonging online and, and, uh, and just, uh, yeah, just being in, in connection with each other. I feel that's what uh, people are really uh, craving for in this COVID time where we're a bit isolated from each other to still have those spaces, uh, even online. Um, yes. What do you hope uh, the impact of Queer History Month um, and the theme of this year has on, on those who attend the events and, and the campus? Very, very important question. Um, I would say really the impact is for people who are not part of the 2S LGBTQIA plus communities to, to keep learning more, um, to, to keep um, being better allies and um, and highlighting the, the 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 histories so so also for people who are in a in a teaching position to to be aware of these histories and include them in the in the curriculum um, when they are they are teaching um, and and for people um, who are part of the 2s lgbtqi plus communities to really be seen be represented uh, have a sense of, of belonging um, and for, for everyone to just connect with each other. Uh, I feel we are, we are lacking connections in, in COVID times. Uh, and we saw that in the past in person, people were really just loving being in the space with each other and, and then uh, keep doing the work beyond October. And, uh, and the idea is to, to still, still provide these very, very much needed spaces, uh, even if it's online. Uh, but to find ways to make it as interactive, as engaging as, as possible. And, uh, and like I mentioned, anyone in, anyone in the world can, can actually join us. So we don't have the barrier of being physically, uh, physically here. Um, but, uh, but I would say, I would say the impact is also thinking about um, our black uh, queer and trans students, staff and faculty um, to really uh, really highlight the the, the history, uh, like I mentioned, that uh, Black queer and trans activists um, have have had, and, and all the, the incredible fights they led, and they are they are still leading, and uh, and to show this solidarity, um, to keep learning, to keep unlearning also some of the things that we've been taught that are not necessarily correct, uh, thinking about the the history. Um, around black queer and trans activism, also around uh, indigenous history. So, so I would say it's really a month to to learn and and be in connection and in solidarity with each other. And and the other theme is really around resilience. So to 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 provide those very much needed spaces and healing spaces, and to continue uh, the important work for for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, well, thank you so much for speaking with us about uh, Queer History Month. If people want to attend the, the next events or learn more, where can they go? 
So they can go on the mcgill.ca slash equity um, and, and search for a really queer history month. Uh, our next event is uh, next week on the, the 20th. It's actually the Black Queer and Trans Activism Panel um, from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, all registrations are open, are free. Uh, we are also on social media. Uh, with uh, on Facebook, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, with the hashtag uh, 2SQHM. So, so you can you can look uh, look up and uh, and invite your your friends and colleagues. All right. Well, thank you so much again. Uh